Yes, people, it's episode 94, Chris Brain Dump. It's me, Griff. Obviously, I am. I'm sorry I'm late. <laughs> no, it's a. Uh, it is what it is. Sometimes you have a busy week. So, you know, I sometimes live in my life. Living my best life. I've had a good week. Um, what have I done this week? You ask. Why have you been so late with the podcast? Because, well, I have no real excuse. <laughs> Do you know what? Sometimes I want to live my life. But, uh, you know, I've been good week. Last week, I, uh, what did we do? Monday. Did we do anything? No. Tuesday, I had a really cool meeting, really positive uh, meeting with the BBC. A little meet and greet with the BBC. Um, talking about opportunities with them in the coming year and stuff. So, hopefully, fingers crossed, you'll see some stuff come from me through the BBC so that would be nice wouldn't it that would be nice but we'll see we'll see that's all it's all very embryonic at the moment so um probably should have mentioned it <laughs> but hey it's whatever if it comes to nothing it comes to nothing if it comes to something you'll see it then Wednesday um had my semi-final of the Leicester Square uh theatre new comedian of the year and uh, semi-final so there's 12 of us in that semi-final didn't get through on the night um so shout out to sam laker william stone they went through on the night so yeah gutted about that psych because i got through because did got through in the final 17th of december on a monday at the less square theater 400 people be be a laugh be a laugh 400 people primed for comedy ready to laugh i'll tell you what that'll be 100 percent easier gig than the one I did on Friday which was roughly a thousand people primed to boo yeah I took part of the 291 club um, pilot they're trying to relaunch that so I was like the Hackney Empire and uh, I was doing totally fine for for four minutes my jokes see, if you come see me do comedy you have to kind of sit and listen for a bit the punchline's worth it when it comes but you have to listen and this is a crowd that needed quick fire jokes so in some of my setups, there's like little little rumbles of booze. So I should give you a little background what 291 Club is. So it used to be a show back in the 90s where people encouraged the boo. Talent show, showcase kind of thing. Singers, dancers, rappers, comedians, magicians, whatever. And the crowd's encouraged to boo if they don't like the person to get them off. And then if they really get booed badly, the Sandman comes and takes them off the stage. Intense, I know. So I was doing okay for about four minutes. And um, I did my final joke. <laughs> you gotta understand. I've watched the video now, and at the time I felt horrible about it all, because you know getting booed with that many people was horrible. But I realised it's fine. They didn't not like me, and they didn't not find my joke funny. They just didn't like the joke because the punchline <laughs> involves someone being robbed or assaulted. Um, they didn't like that. <laughs> but hey it's totally fine it's totally fine they're primed to boo they'll wait for an opportunity to boo I gave them one and that's fine that's totally fine I'm very pleased with that but um, it could have gone better but it could have gone a hell of a lot worse some people only got a minute into their set and just booed off completely and just got eaten alive by these animals by these savages um, 
yeah, it was wild, man. And then Saturday, Saturday, went to uh, went to pick up a car with my girlfriend. She uh, her car got written off a few weeks ago. She's all right though, people. Don't worry, don't worry. She's fine. I think she's even been on the pod since it happened. But car got um got written off, so we went to get her a new car. So obviously she's going. Because it's her car she needs to get and she knows what car she wants, knows what car she likes. And I went um, just to pretend I knew what I was talking about. You know? She went to inspect the car, so yeah, let's let's uh, let's lift the let's lift the bonnet here. Let's have a look under the hood of the car. I couldn't even find a little latch to unlock it, she did. Then um, you know, as the bonnet's up both hands on my hips just staring at into that engine it's like yeah looks like the inside of a car <laughs> i was actually just there mentally just trying to stare at different parts see if i knew the names of them i was like that's the oil and that's the engine i'm pretty sure carburetors in there somewhere and uh ooh, battery yeah Wind wiper fluid. Yeah, I think I've expired all the things. Uh, I know that's under a hood of a car. I mean, is there a little little picnic basket in there? I don't, I don't know what stuff goes in to bonnet of a car. But I was there just to, you know, add to a manly presence to the negotiations, which I said nothing in. Um, you know, but uh, I think we've got road tax included. The deal, that that that's where we negotiated. Oh, they didn't shift on the price. They said the price. Naomi said five hundred pound less. Those are all. Tell you what, we can do. We can take fifty pound off. <laughs> and just like I don't think these guys are budging. Uh, this car's probably gonna go if we don't get it. So all right, we walked away. Then we called back literally within five minutes. I went, yeah, deal. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We we didn't want to. Can't call someone's bluff who's uh, who's a bigger, badder player than you. You just gotta come to the table, show your hands. Be like, hey, did I win this game or not? That's what happened there. And then um, yeah. And what else did I do? The Saturday went mentoring. Did oh did safeguarding training. Oh God. Tell you what, difficult. I can't tell you exactly what he's talking about because you know it's uh, proprietary information. And um, but no, safeguarding is difficult. So shout out to anyone who has to work with kids and has to work is with safeguarding or child protection because that is wild. Like there's just so much room to make a mistake. All the signs of or potential signs of abuse. It's flipping nuts, mate. Absolutely nuts. Um, but yeah, it's good training though. Really good. Then Sunday, uh, had my family round again. So um, actually, that's what I need to do right now. Had a family round. Obviously, I didn't cook because I'm pretty useless. Uh, so Naomi did. And then I just kind of played co-pilot. Second fiddle, nah, I can't say co-pilot, it was more like head in-flight in- attendant. Didn't have the skill for pilot. Ah, I say head in-flight attendant, ah, I mean, I was more, well, you know, 
junior in flight attendant. <laughs> I was more baggage guy. Yeah, let's say that. I was more baggage handler. She was pilot. Add in flight attendant. <laughs> Add check-in. Yeah, I did check-in and baggage handling. I, 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 yeah, that's right. No, it's true. I got my family from their car to our front door. And I made drinks. Occasionally. Upon the reminder from Naomi to offer them drinks. I'm, I'm not a host. I'm not a great host. But hey. There's something new. So I've got. I'm not sure she's outside the door because I'm, I'm in the bedroom doing this podcast. So I've got her a thank you present for. There, there she is. And then, um. Huh? Cold. Was that your cold? Yeah. Sorry. Well, the radiator's not on. So, um, what was I even saying? Uh, yes, that's what I was saying. So, see the timing. But, um, it's a sport this weekend. How about that? Spurs won, Man United lost, Arsenal drew, Chelsea drew, Liverpool won. So, Spurs into the top four. Still no stadium, though. That's literally all I want for this team. I drove past the stadium last week and it's just so flipping big. I just want Spurs to move in to that stadium, but we still haven't moved in. You know, it's... Oh, God. It's like... Us have not been in that stadium. It feels like, you know, when the fittest girl at school told you she fancied you, but she had a boyfriend that would, like, absolutely kick your head in, so... It's like, why did you give me this information? Why why did you tease me with this? Why have you got this stadium here looking gorgeous? Well, I can't be inside you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, man, it's crazy. But yeah, do well, I had a realization this week about something? Men, us. We're, uh, actually, yeah, I'm not going to go for this. Yeah, sorry, do I, do, I'm getting confused because something just jumped in my head. I just remembered I was going to talk about something on the pod. So, you know when you get a new listener, right? You get a new listener, they actually tweet you, ask you, you know, where can they listen to your pod? Are you, are you on Spotify and stuff? Which I'm not sure if I am on Spotify now. I've registered the pod. I'm not sure if I'm on Spotify. It's after them saying they wanted to hear me. And uh, then they messaged me saying, 14 minutes in. Only got 14 minutes in. Uh, good luck with your pod. I was like, hey, let me read the tweet exactly. I feel no resentment towards the person. You're entitled to your opinion. Um, where are they? Where are they? Let's see if I can find it. Probably should have sorted this out before I came on the pod, but... Oh well. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is a uh, this is Barry from Podcasts in Color. So shout out to them because I'm not sure who, who if there's a guy or a girl. Barry could be anything. 
Um, so yeah, only got 14 minutes in. Good luck growing your views. With your, growing with your views. Um, in in the 2018 podcast industry. Might help if you Google toxic masculinity. Then you don't have to say something isn't it. And your opinions are that. Laugh out loud. Ah, now I get what they said. <laughs> so yeah, I've become the toxic masculinity guy. And um, what the topic was, was about uh, a boy wearing nail varnish, nail uh, polish to school. I think the kid's like six or seven. And, you know, I'm not an ignorant guy. So, you know, I listened back to my podcast. It's last week's episode. I said, you only have to get 14 minutes in. And, um, yeah, apparently my views are toxic masculinity. So... Let me Google toxic masculinity on the podcast because that's the right thing to do. Show my learning. Um, right, Wikipedia calls it hegemonic masculinity. So why? Where's, where's toxic gone? I want toxic. There you go, toxic masculinity. So please make this quick. Cornell argues, Connell argues that the salient feature in hegemonic masculinity is the use of toxic practices such as physical violence, which may serve to reinforce men's dominance over women in Western societies. Other scholars have used the term toxic masculinity to refer to the stereotypically masculine gender roles that restrict the kind of emotions allowable for boys and men to express, including social ex- expectations that men seek to be dominant, the alpha male, and limit their emotional range primarily to expressions of anger. I said that wearing nail polish is neither a male or female thing. It's just not cool. And it probably looked lame. (laughs) That's why he was bullied. I also said there's nothing wrong with being different. And to be different, you've got to understand that the world won't just bend to your will if you want to be different and you need to build up some resilience to being different I didn't say anything about the boy's masculinity because he's about six and uh, I don't think my views were toxic but I would actually like a discussion about it so if anyone wants to discuss toxic masculinity with me wants to educate me about it I'm all is but I just don't think what I said was toxic masculinity. I didn't say anything. I definitely don't think Barry was implying that I was saying about violence towards women or dominance over women. I think it was, if it's going to be anything, it's going to be more about social expectations that men seek to be dominant and limit their emotional range. No. Stereotypically masculine gender roles. I wasn't even talking about his behaviour. I was just talking about his fashion choice. If you, and I said... If you had shit trainers at my school, if you had high tech with plastic um, air bubbles, you got bullied. That's that's nothing to do with masculinity. It's just uh I remember taking Mickey out of a girl who had a dolphin on a on a top. Not because I even disliked dolphins, just because she liked dolphins so much I thought it was funny to say I dislike dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. I was a troll before I knew what trolling was. 
Um, let's see, in psychology, Terry Coopers defines toxic masculinity as the constellation of socially aggressive male traits that serve to foster domination, the devaluation of women, homophobia, and wanton violence. I didn't devalue any of those things. According to Coopers, toxic uh, masculinity serves to outline aspects of hegemonic masculinity that are socially destructive, such as misogyny, homophobia, greed, and violent domination. I mean... I didn't know. Um, no, see, these traits. Yeah, so I didn't do any of that stuff. These traits are contrasted to the more positive aspects of hegemonic uh, masculinity, such as pride in one's ability to win at sports, uh, to maintain solidarity with friends, to exceed at work, to provide one's. to fight for one's family. So, um, right. No, but let's see another one. Toxic masculine norms are the feature of life for men in American prisons, where they are reflected in behaviour of both staff and inmates. Qualities of extreme self-reliance, dom domination over other men through violence, and avoiding the appearance of either feminine femininity or weakness comprise an unspoken code among prisoners. Um, again, like, I didn't even say the boy was feminine for NL um, varnish because I said it wouldn't be appropriate for girls to NL varnish either at school. Like, what's the need? Like, do kids wear makeup at school I don't think I was toxic and I don't want to come across as ignorant or arrogant by saying that I wasn't but I just don't think I was but um I said it was interesting I said they didn't, con they didn't continue the conversation online they just said their thing and, and bounced which they don't owe me their time they just bounced though I would have liked an actual conversation about it but hey it is what it is but in other stuff uh you remember when news was boring do you remember that stuff because i just realized the news is never boring anymore so i've got a text about my sister she's trying to invite me to black ballet and um so ballet black which is a black ballet um Unfortunately, I won't be able to make it. Yeah, we'd like to see seen ballet black. We'd like to see if they wore the black ballet shoes. I didn't even know that's a thing. I didn't know that ballet shoes were meant to be like the colour of skin. Did I say this last week? I'm not sure, but I just didn't know. That was the thing. You know, I thought they were just pink because they were, they were pink. I never like once saw a white person doing ballet. I thought, oh, they're, they're, they're naked from the waist down. I, I never thought that. I, I never, never crossed my mind. But again, I've never been to ballet, so I, I don't I don't know. But it's like plasters as well, that skin colour. It's like, hmm. Never really convinced that someone who's got their legs all chopped up and they've got plasters on that they've got no cuts on their legs. I can I can see the plasters. I don't know, man. But um, what else? So yeah, text her back. But yeah, remember the news was boring. Who remembers that? Like the news is always so interesting now. Like I just remember when it just used to be information and facts. Now it's just sensationalised. Every news outlet's trying to sell copies sell units 
be the first to break a story, don't even have the facts, just, you know, who can create the most elaborate narrative and who can get it out the fastest. I think it's newspapers trying to compete with Twitter. You know, in Twitter you don't have, like, the, the editorial standards or the social responsibility to actually get facts before you broadcast. You know, but now you've got big news channels. When something breaks, it's just so much information and speculation just comes flying out of a newsreader's mouth. <laughs> Read just anything. It's like, oh, currently, oh, there was a there was a loud bang. What is it? Well, it could range from anything between a firework and a loud explosion. People close to the source of the noise said there could be anyone who could have been hurt in the range of zero to a million people. The suspect could be male or female or both, um, ranging between the ages of 92 and 12. Their race, anything between black, as in Sudanese, and white, as in Norwegian. I'm, I'm the reporter, live at the scene. When I say live at the scene, I, I'm tweeting on my way there. It's just like, come on, just can we... Just get some information before we start reporting the news. I mean, that's all I want. Just want some, just you know, just some integrity, some intelligence. But um, I don't want to make this podcast drag on. I'm not going to do dear Deirdre because it's late, and I just want to get this podcast out. But one thing I did notice though, um, shopping. Start my Christmas shopping early. My plan is to get it all done in November. I know, ambitious. Getting the girl a uh, tracksuit. Tell you what's hard, guys. Shopping for women's clothes. One, because the sizes. Because um, you know, I spent so long learning dress sizes, and then I try to buy a tracksuit, and it starts saying shit like small and medium. I'm like, no, it's not my man size small. It's got to be lady size small. I'll tell you what else though. The models flipping attractive for no flipping reason. I mean, you're advertising flipping jogging bottoms. Why are you giving sexy eyes? It makes no sense. Like, surely there's such thing as having a model that's too attractive because it just distracts from the clothes. I thought that's why supermodels were kind of ugly. Not all of them, obviously, but I thought they were, you know, got that unique look. So you just stare at the ridiculously expensive and elaborate clothing rather than the model I've been to a fashion side where the models were too attractive and that's exactly what happened the fashion designer came out after and he was like who are you? (laughs) he was like oh yeah we forgot he was trying to sell your clothes there out of stake but um yeah this was nice just like even when you got a primary objective as a dude, you just get distracted just by aesthetics. Really basic human beings. And that's why, um, yeah, if women just work together more, they would definitely run the world. They definitely would. If they really believed in their Lord and Saviour, Beyonce, they, they could run the world. But, but for whatever reason, they, they compete to get the attention of us, us trash human beings that they call man them. 
Bye. Is what it is. Anyway, I'm going to wrap up the pod and leave it there. It's a short one, 23 minutes. Don't know if I'll make it run too long. Give you a longer one next week. But until then, I'll see you later. All right, bye.